This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the mid-year financial review, four things you should be doing as a business owner to make sure that you are grounded on where you are mid-year and you have a good idea of where your business is headed to make sure that you don't have any surprises at the end of the year. Stay tuned for this week's episode of Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You. I am Lola Turner, your co-host, and today I'm actually not joined by Terrell Turner. I'm going to be doing this episode solo because Terrell has been on the road. We've been traveling a lot. Terrell particularly has had a pretty hectic schedule for the last couple of months. Um, he was recently in Las Vegas for the AICPA conference, and he's going to be traveling to St. Louis um, on Monday. So he's going to be speaking at the Scaling Heights New Scaling New Heights Conference. Really excited for that. So I'm going to be manning the show and really doing today's episode by myself. But trust and believe one of the things that we love to focus on on this show is making sure that you get the value that is important to help accelerate and help drive your business. At the end of the day, we talk about Accounting being the language of business, that's a Warren Buffett quote, and we believe that it is extremely important to understand that to really be able to help grow and thrive as a business owner. So today's episode, let's go ahead and jump in. We are going to be talking about a mid-year financial review. So typically as a business owner, you're in the midst of running your business. You're in the midst of operating on a day-to-day -day basis. And honestly, sometimes it is hard and difficult to really be able to stop and think about, okay, how is my business doing? How do I need to, do I need to pivot? Do I need to make changes? And really this mid-year financial review is really going to help you get grounded on where your business should be going. So the name of the show is Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You. So one of the things that um, your accountant is probably not telling you is when you think about your mid-year review, it really just goes beyond looking at the numbers, right? The essential reasoning for doing a financial mid-year review, why I would recommend a financial mid-year review, is really to kind of help recalibrate your goals. Um, and when you review how your business has done financially, it really gives you a sense of what is working and what is not. So the first thing I want to jump into, which is the basics, if you have an accountant, you should be receiving, or a bookkeeper, you should be receiving updated financials, if not on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, depending on the size of your business. But really, the first thing you want to do and you want to make sure that's being done in your business to even be able to do a financial review is to catch up on your bookkeeping process. So if your bookkeeping isn't done, it's important to make sure that you're working with your accountant or your bookkeeper in your business to get caught up, to make sure all the transactions are correct, to make sure you have a good set of financials that you can actually go back and reference to get a true and accurate sense of how your business performed in the first six months. Because to be honest, if you don't have this, there's really no way for us to tell how your business is doing. So that is the most important, I would say, foundation tip. Before you do anything else, review and make sure that your bookkeeping process is up to date. I don't know how many business owners we've talked to that are running on intuition when it comes to their business. And when while intuition is a good thing and it does work a lot of times, it is not the best trait or not the best tip or strategy to use when you're thinking about how you want to take your business going forward because things change. And numbers 
there's a Jay-Z quote that I love that I say on this podcast all the time. Men lie, women lie, the numbers do not lie. So the numbers are always going to give you a true sense of where your business is. So first tip, let's make sure we get our bookkeeping grounded, done, ready to go. You have correct and accurate financials. The second thing to do that I think is really, really important and is oftentimes an area that can really be missed is how did you do versus your goals? right? Because a lot of times what we found with business owners is they didn't even really have goals to begin with, right? So you didn't have a revenue number that you wanted to hit, a target you wanted to hit. You didn't have a view of what your business was going to look like mid-year or actually what your annual goal was. So now when you get to mid-year, you don't really have a sense to really gauge how your business is doing. So the second thing you want to do is have a budget versus actual review, which basically just says, what did I expect my business to do? Where is my business? And if you don't have a a budget that you placed, that you worked with on your, you worked with your accountant on to establish, I would say a really quick way to be able to assess what your budget should be is really understand kind of top line what, how much money do you want to bring into your business? And the best way and the quickest way to identify this is really to work backwards, right? So to ask yourself, how much money do I really need to operate my business on a day-to-day basis? How much money do I need to pay my employees if you have employees? How much money do I need for my fixed costs? And fixed costs would be things that don't change the more or less products you sell. So that would be your building, the rent that you pay for the building, um, you know, your... Let's say if you have salaried employees, you're paying them the same amount regardless of whether or not they're selling or whether or not they're generating more revenue for your business. So those kind of things are important for you to really understand holistically, what does your cost look like? What does it take to run your business? And then once you have an understanding of what it takes to run your business cost-wise, then you can kind of do a, a bottoms-up calculation to say, if it takes me 30 grand a month to pay my employees, to pay my rent, to take care of my utilities, to provide operating supplies for my team, whatever that cost is, 30 grand a month, then I know that I at least need to make a whatever your margin you're comfortable with, let's say you want to make a 10% margin, then you know that, hey, I need to at least make, when it comes to my gross margin, if I want a 10% margin, 10% of $30,000 is how much? 10% of $30,000 is three grand. So if you want to walk away with three grand at the end of the month, then you know that your gross margin needs to be at least $33,000. Then you work your way up and say, okay, once you get your gross margin of $33,000, you know, okay, you want to walk away with a growth, you want to have a gross margin of $33,000. Let's say you have a restaurant and you know that as a as an example for your restaurant, your cost of your products are about 60% of your revenue. So for each product you sell, it's going to cost you about 60% to basically create that product. And then the 40% is what you pocket. So how you calculate that would then be to take the 33 grand gross margin that you said you wanted and divide that number by 40%, which is the margin that you want to keep at the end of the day. That gets you $82,500. So that $82,500 is how much sales your business needs to bring in on a monthly basis for you to hit the target that you want, which ultimately, like we talked about, is three grand or 10% margin. Now, three grand is not a lot of money to a lot of business owners. So this is only for, of course, illustration purposes, but really that is how practical you want to get when it comes to calculating your goals. And that is a great way to actually work on establishing your budget if you don't have one yet for your business. So 
Once you have that number, then you can look at your actuals and say, okay, this is my budget. This is what my actuals are. Where is the gap and what is driving the gap? Is it a revenue problem? Is it that my products are too expensive? So it's driving a lower gross margin, which ultimately is leaving me less money to actually operate my business? Or is it a fixed cost problem? And a lot of times, this is a great opportunity for you to really reevaluate the cost of stuff that you're buying in your business, your fixed cost, especially because a lot of times when people think about fixed costs, they think about, well, this is not really in our control or we're paying, you know, we're having to pay the rent regardless, or we're having to pay for these products regardless, these subscriptions regardless if we don't use them. But one of the things that we found personally in our business, especially is we've seen a lot of subscription services now offer a pause option. So for example, if you have marketing tools, that you're using in a business. And let's say you initially purchased them and you signed up for a monthly subscription for a marketing campaign that you were running. And let's say that campaign is over and maybe you're putting it on pause. Um, this is a great time for you to go activate the pause option in your business for the subscription that you have, because now you don't have to pay for it because you're not using it, but you have the option to basically come back when you want to reactivate another marketing campaign. So Always kind of be open to thinking outside of the box when it comes to evaluating your costs, because you will find a lot of times there are opportunities to reduce cost. And a lot of times it's unlikely that you won't find something. I think a lot of times people think, well, all of these stuff is related to my business. I need all of these things to run and operate my business. And that isn't always the case. Like I mentioned, pausing subscriptions when you might not be using that product as much as you were before is a good way to save money. Or you know what? Looking at other alternatives or options, one of the things that COVID brought for a lot of people was the remote working. So a lot of companies closed their, their physical buildings and basically went 100% remote. That removed a lot of fixed costs from a lot of business owners' PL because now they weren't having to pay rent or they weren't having to pay for a mortgage or basically maintenance costs related to that building. So there's definitely ways that are maybe not as extreme as the one that I I just mentioned to do that. One of the examples that I just gave is the pausing your subscriptions option, but then really also going through, you know, while you evaluate what, what can be paused, also looking at what can be discontinued. Because personally for me, I'll say for our business, I've had this subscription for um, a year now and I've been trying to figure out how to cancel. It's like $31. I didn't catch it until recently. And I was like, I'm subscribing to this photos thing that I signed up for a year ago and I'm still paying 31 grand, 31, not $31, not 31 grand. And $31 may not be a lot of money, um, but it adds up. And imagine if you have, let's say, 20 of those subscriptions and you're paying $31 for each one, it can add up over time. So it's always good to go back. Like I said, when you have a good bookkeeping uh, financials updated. You can review your financials and see how your numbers are. Once you get that idea of how your numbers are, you've come up with a budget. If you didn't have one already, you can kind of assess at that point, how are you doing? And then you can start to really look for areas where it's time for you to cut costs or make adjustments in your business. So that's the second tip. To move on to the third tip, I think this is so important for business owners, and this is one I very, very much encourage, and it's one we've done in our business and continue to do in our business. Number three is to set new goals. So as an example, if we go back to the 33 grand or gross margin example that I gave, in that scenario, if you are not making $82,500 
$82,500 on a monthly basis, and you want to walk away with a 10% gross margin target, then you need to do something different. So then once you do the analysis of, okay, what is driving the issue? Like I mentioned, is it a revenue problem? Is it a cost problem? Is it just, we have too much fixed cost? What is really driving this? Once you identify what's driving it, then you can set new goals to basically make changes because you don't want to go through the rest of the year and just be like, oh, okay, this is a problem. And then you get to the end of the year and then you're frustrated because you didn't hit your goals or you're frustrated because your business isn't doing as well as it could have been if you had just pivoted and made some adjustments. So of course it's easier said than done. But again, you do hard things every day as a business owner. We do hard things every day as a business owner. So at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you are reaping the benefits of this business. And the best way to do that is to have a good sense of where your goals and your financial goals need to be once you understand where your business is performing according to your goals that you set or according to the budget that you had. The fourth tip I want to share is not, it's not as maybe financially tangible, but I think it's just as important. And that fourth goal is really having the right mindset when it comes to reviewing your goals or doing a mid-year financial review. Because a lot of times, sometimes people look at this on the negative side of, okay, this is going to tell me, am I hitting my goals or not? And if I'm not hitting my goals, then I just feel unsatisfied or, you know, disgruntled or whatever the word is as a business owner. But one of the great things that I always tell people is looking at things on the positive side is you have six months that of the year that are done. Now you have six more months to fix it. So you don't have to wait until the end of the year to, to change the trajectory of your business. And that is a phenomenal thing about looking at mid-year financial reviews and having up-to-date financials is you can actually go through the process of reviewing your financials, seeing where you are versus your goals and making adjustments. It's like working out. One of the things that I love to do, I truly enjoy working out and I do high intensity training uh, strength training workouts. And one of the things that I've found my workouts have been the most effective and I've seen the most results, the best results when I have been conscious of and being attentive to my form. How am I doing the workouts? Am I exercising properly? Am I wearing the right equipment? Am I wearing the right shoes? When I first started, um, I found that my feet were hurting a lot because I didn't really have the right shoes for the right workouts or the right exercises. So I really had to take a step back, evaluate that as I was working out. It didn't mean that I stopped working out because the reality is you still needed to do it. But what I didn't want to do is work out for a consistent long period of time and see no results. And one of the things that I noticed relatively quickly is when I was attentive to my form and I was attentive to how I was doing things, I was making small adjustments here and there. It really made a big difference in the results that I saw in my exercise. And the same thing happens and comes in your business because at the end of the day, you do not as a business owner want to run your business and find that your business is not really where it needs to be at the end of the year. Because by that point, it's too late. People are done with the year. You're already frustrated or you feel like, oh man, I'm going to try again next year. But no, when you can make a change that is going to change your business today, this is the best time to do it. And the mid-year review is a really great opportunity for you to reevaluate that and make that change. So mindset is equally important when it comes to doing this and reevaluating your mid-year goals, your mid-year financial review, because it really is going to tell you how you walk out of the situation. Are you walking out of the situation looking at it as an opportunity? Or are you walking out of the situation feeling discouraged at the end of the day? So to recap, 
the things that we talked about, doing a mid-year financial review, extremely, extremely important. If your accountant has not provided you with financials so far, we are halfway through the year, it's probably a sign you may not be working with the right person. So definitely want to evaluate that. But the first thing you want to do with a mid-year financial review, make sure you have updated financials, make sure your bookkeeping is accurate. Because like I said, you cannot evaluate anything if you do not have the right foundation. You cannot build a house correctly if the foundation is not set right. It's just gonna crumble at the end of the day. So make sure you have accurate financials. That's the first thing. And you have a solid cleaned up bookkeeping process. Your accountant should be able to help you with that. Number two is reevaluating your budget versus your goals. So your budget versus your actual, sorry. When I walked you guys through the example of, you know, you're like, Lola, I don't really have a budget. Then I walked you through an example of how to do a practical bottoms up buildup based on your practical expenses or your actual expenses in your business of how you assess what your what your revenue goal should be, and then comparing that against what your business is actually doing. And also a hack in that number two thing, number two tip that I provided. The hack is that is also a great opportunity for you to see where you're losing money. If you feel like as a business owner, you're making money and you do not know where your money is going, this is a perfect opportunity for you to do that exercise. And also it's a great opportunity for you to see where you're losing money. Because if you have, if you have employees that you need to pay a salary to, and you're not bringing enough revenue to be able to do that, this process will be able to help you quickly identify where the gap is versus what your business actually needs to run. So that's the second thing. Second thing, budget versus actuals review. And then as a subset to that point is it's a great opportunity to understand where your money is going, a great opportunity to for you to understand what the cash flow issues may be as well. Number three is to set new goals, right? We talked about that. So setting new goals and looking at it as an opportunity to really change the trajectory of where your business is going because you're halfway through the year and you can still do something about it. Number four is making sure you're going into this with the right mindset and you're walking out of it with the right mindset. And basically what that means is just when you think about where you are and you review your numbers, you have to think about it from you know what, I still have six months or set or five months to make a difference for this year. So don't get discouraged. Don't feel like you're not doing a good job because at the end of the day, as a business owner, it's important to make sure that you're staying in the right mindset and you're staying motivated. So that is, that is today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, comments for the podcast, feel free to write us at marketing at tlturnergroup.com. Thank you so much for being a faithful listener of the show. Again, Terrell will be back probably in two weeks. So you guys are going to be with me another episode, but we really just want to say thank you for being a listener of the show. We really appreciate everybody that listens. We get some really good feedback on LinkedIn and across other social media platforms. And at the end of the day, we just want you guys to know that we are here to help you drive your business forward. And so we hope this information today helps you do just that. Until next time, guys, take care. Bye.